You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, founder of EXP Realty. Uh, this is the uh, another episode of the Expansion Podcast. It's a podcast on personal and professional development here at EXP Realty. And today I'm super excited to welcome Colette McDonald uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, to the podcast. Uh, welcome, Colette. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here and chat with you and everyone else. Yeah. You, now, you've got a pretty pretty prolific background. I, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm interviewing somebody who has probably interviewed way more people than I've interviewed and probably has way more skill in this regard. But you've been You've had a pretty interesting background in radio and TV and uh, different, different. Um, uh, I think Atlanta Falcons you were involved with. Um, what's uh, what's that history? And, and were you in real estate at that time or was that pre-real yeah. estate? So, uh, you know, we all have several different careers, right? I grew up in real estate. I like to joke that my dad, I grew up in Wisconsin. My dad was a slumlord of the University of Wisconsin campus. And when we were two years old, we were at the apartment complexes cleaning out after folks left. My dad was a broker. He owned his own brokerage. He was selling real estate in the 80s when interest rates were 18%. Um, And so I never thought I'd go into real estate. My undergraduate degree is actually in radio, TV, film, and speech. I was going to be a television reporter um, until I found out that they make no money. So that wasn't really conducive to my mentality. So I went into the world of business and I actually worked in satellite television in the operations and sales and marketing. And from there, I was actually at 28. No one knew I was 28 years old. I was running Southeast sales and distribution for the Dish Network. Charlie Ergen was my boss and um, it was really exciting. Learned a lot. And then I went into the internet world and worked for a company that actually Google headquarters bought because I like to follow bubbles and I followed the satellite television bubble, followed the internet bubble, and then I came into real estate right at 9-11. So right at 9-11, we had um, the internet bubble of the early 2000s. And I was, that was the first day I put my 21-year-old son in daycare and it kind of freaked me out because I was, I was actually traveling three weeks a year or three weeks a month. And I didn't want to get on another plane. We were closing up the shop in Atlanta with the company that I was with called Excite at Home. And I had a year parachute. And my dad said to me, look, just get your real estate license with your business background. You'll kill it. And I really didn't want to, but I did want to stay home with my kids sometimes. I wanted to be there for them. I didn't want to be on a plane. So I took that year, got my license came into it, applied my business background. And from the day I started selling, I was rookie of the year, agent of the year, team of the year, top 5% in Atlanta. And it's just catapulted from that point. Um, A little bit of it is probably because I'm very competitive, but I also like to bring in all my background and my ability, like, you know, like we're doing right now, interviewing and chatting and putting myself out there on video and radio. So that's a long way to say, the Falcons question. Um, when I was at another company, they had purchased the right to be basically their real estate agency of choice. So we were in 
Remax was in all of their marketing and they said, we'll do this, but we want to make sure that we represent your players. Then that's what they were thinking, players, when they needed to purchase and sell. And the Falcons were like, we're not going to have every Remax agent representing our players. We'll pick two. So out of about 10,000 agents, they interviewed 15 of us and I made the cut. And I learned so much about football um, and I learned who actually were buying and selling, which are the coaches. So Kyle Shanahan was one of my clients, wonderful, wonderful family, uh, several other coaches, but I learned a lot about the players too. So it was a very exciting time. And, and now you've been, how, how many, um, how many years have you been in real estate then? 20 years. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned nine eleven. You mm-hmm. is when you, you got started. Um, and now you, now do you run a team or what is your, what is your, what does your business look like? Okay. So my business model has gone from individual agent to running teams and basically training my competition. And that team model got me very frustrated um, because I put a lot of effort. I love my agents and I want my agents to be successful. But let's be honest, once they've been working with you on a team for two, two and a half years, why do they want to pay you a split, right? So when the EXP model came to me, I said, I want to change my business model so that everybody wins. And I feel like I can train up agents, bring in whomever, Because the other thing I've discovered, I don't know if you've discovered this in your career, Glenn, not everybody wants it as bad as you, right? But everyone has a place. Everyone has desires. And it might not be to make a million dollars a year. It might be to make $50,000 a year. It might be making tuition for your kid's um, private school. Or it might be, you know, buying a house for your parents. Not everyone has my level of drive. So I had to harness back a little bit and say, okay, let's, let's reset my expectations about, you know, people that I'm bringing in on my team. And so when I came over to EXP, I just said, you know what, I'm going to find generals. I'm going to help as many people as possible. And when I identify the talent that wants to stay with me, I'm going to have them as my succession plan. So my job is to help as many pay it forward. I have a self-directed team, which I love that model. So the self-directed team allows me to attract agents, give them all the same opportunities, teach them, coach them. I have three meetings a week that you can come on board. And guess what? If you show up, then I can train you, but also it shows that desire. So my job now, after three years of being at EXP, and I've got other interests as well in the development world, my job is to honestly give away my business. That's my, that's my objective, my transactional business. I want to eventually give away every single piece of that so that I can still create the brand, obviously create the lead sources, funnel the lead sources, but assist my agents who are within the self-directed team to create their own brand. So here in the Atlanta market, which Money Magazine just came out and said we were the number one place to relocate to and live, yay, 2022. But as we grow our team, they're growing their brand underneath the EXP, and we call it EXP Elite powered by CMA. And that's our brand here in the Atlanta market and beyond. Awesome. And, and so uh, CMA, what's the A stand for? Colette McDonald and Associates. Okay, that, that makes so sense. So that's, 
And that's been my brand for the last 19 years in the Atlanta market. So people, when, you know, they know me here in Atlanta, they know me in a lot of different places. So if, when they hear Colette McDonald and Associates, I'm just, it's not about me anymore. It's about them. It's about EXP. Right. It's about elevating the experience, having that training, having that assistance to create their own brand and have their own life, whatever it may be. And guess what? The, the reason that it works is because you've created this amazing model. No, it, 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 well, thank you. And, you know, it was, you know, you mentioned running teams. You, you know, I heard the word, uh, the plural, I think you said teams as opposed to team. Was that, did I hear that right? Right. So I, I don't have multiple teams before in Remax in different states, but now I'm able to have teams like in Paducah and Arizona or Arkansas. And I don't, I'm not like a team lead like it used to be. I'm more of like the team cheerleader. Like I'm out there assisting my people like Sarah Gibson in Paducah, Kentucky. She's a broker. She came on. She's growing her revenue share team. I've got uh, a guy in Arkansas, Gunnar DeLay. He's growing his team, Peggy Page. So I'm there to lead them and help them with their creation. Um, and then I, of course, have my own business here in the Atlanta market that I give away and try to grow for the, the generals here. Awesome. Now, you do... Um, uh the, the three training opportunities that you do per week. And then you also do what monthly uh, lunch and learns as Correct. well. Yes. So, you know, one of the things folks get a little bit, you know, they want a culture. So I agree. We got to have a culture. You know, we've got the EXP events that I encourage everyone to go to. But here in the Atlanta market, I encourage people to get together with our lunch and learn. So last week we had a lunch and learn on legalities and what's happening currently in the marketplace. And then we had a, a, a lender come on and talk about interest rates and what we need to be thinking about. But to use the, the, the brand CMA elite, I want my agents to be showing up for that stuff, right? I want them to be in the world training, but I also want them to come and have lunch, have a good time. Let me help them um, meet some of the vendors that we use here in the Atlanta market and get a little touch, touch feel. But we do every Monday. Um, if you're working on a deal with me, you have to meet with me for an hour on Monday morning. Then we have a, an a wide uh, a metro wide meeting and we've got 60 agents here in the Atlanta metro and then on Wednesday nights I have a counterpart out of Canada and we hold a podcast type zoom call every Wednesday night at eight o'clock I've done them from bars I've done them on vacation at the beach I give away that eight o'clock time period every single Wednesday and I'm very serious about it because if I'm willing to show up they better will it, better be able to show up. And 8 p.m. EST, it works for most people. And then on Fridays, we have an EXP or a new agent call. And that for our agents has been very beneficial. And it's funny because agents who are new agents a year ago still show up for that call because they feel like they're learning so much from that call because agents will ask the questions they're afraid to ask say on Monday, when you've got a bunch of agents who have got a lot of experience, or even on Wednesday. So the, the, the Friday call is a no stupid question type of call. Oh, awesome. Now, you, you obviously, you're staying, you, you've got a lot of uh, balls in the air, so to speak. Um, how do you stay organized? What, what is it? That, how do you keep all these things moving forward? Well, time blocking helps for me. Um, and it's, and I have to take that very seriously. And I do have a, I have great assistance. Um, every Monday, Mondays are my day to plan, right? I've got to have my meetings with my clients 
or with my agents. I've got to have my communication time set aside for all of my sellers so they know what's happened in the weekend. But remember, I'm giving away my business. So these calls that I'm having, I'm training these agents how to communicate. I'm training with these agents how to deal with buyer or seller issues. And also, if we've got buyer deals, they're, they're helping me or I'm helping them understand what how we're negotiating, what the next steps are. So time blocking is key. Having a really good, I mean, my assist, I have two assistants that have been with me one eight years, one 10 years, um, and they know my style. And then obviously, you know, having some sort of project management um, board. Like I know a lot of people at eXp use Trello. I started using Asana many years ago, and that's a project management type of uh, interface. And then back to the numbers, you know, everything always rolls to the numbers. So I literally have a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet that I look at every single day to help me direct where I need to go and what I need to do. And um, that's how I, how I stay sane. Um, and also understanding the cycle of our market. And I try to tell my agents this, um, and I'm actually coming out with a calendar for them so that they can avoid the burnout of real estate. Because let's be honest, we work seven days a week sometimes. And then there are sometimes we can take off. And there's sometimes we can't take off. So by understanding that after the last 20 years, I have a pretty balanced life and I have a lot of fun. How much how, how much balance did you have? Let's say pre and post EXP was there is there was there a lot of difference in in that that balance or were you already well balanced when you, well, when you came? I would say I had no balance, none. And when people ask me about balance in real estate, it depends on where you're at in your career. Um, it's very hard to have balance. I was a single mom raising two kids. Um, a very successful business, real estate business, and also, you know, trying to diversify my income and my assets. So I think I'm at a stage in my life, um, my age, my career, but coming to EXP has actually given me more pillars of income that allow me to relax more than I've ever had to. So when I was with Caldwell Banker, my first one out, then Remax, several iterations of Remax. It was always about that next transaction, next transaction, next transaction. Now I get to set, sit back and I'm like, oh, no, it's not just about that. I have amazing stock options. I have revenue share. But what really gets me high, honestly, and I just had a birthday. So Friday was my birthday. And Happy I said, birthday. thanks. I said to my fiance, I said, you know, it was an incredible birthday. And I have to go back to why it was an incredible birthday. It wouldn't have been so incredible if I hadn't come to EXP because over the last three years, I've been paying it forward. I've been giving my time away. I've been available to my agents for whatever questions, you know, all the questions we had when we were new agents and even questions about negotiations they may not have seen or legalities that they have to deal with or bad personalities. I'm always available to them. And I, my heart was so full on my birthday because so many people sent me notes telling me what an impact I had in their lives. And I was like dumbfounded. I said to my fiance, this is the type of stuff that you would want to hear at your funeral. What these people were texting me and emailing me and sending me cards. Um, and have you read the book, The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Album? Uh, it's an oldie. I have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And I picked it up last week. Uh, we were traveling for the development side of our business. And I picked it up. And I was just like, there was a reason I picked it up. And I started reading it again. And I just thought last week when I had my birthday, 
how much I've made an impact in people's lives. And that's really all we we need to be thinking about, right? I mean, obviously, we want to take care of our family and have generational wealth. But if we can teach people how to fish, then they're always going to remember that that was so impactful in their lives and their kids' lives. And I think you, Glenn, and you probably get this all the time, but you've got so many people who are thankful to you for creating this model, right? It, it, yeah, I, and I do, uh, you know, it's sometimes it uh, brings tears to my eyes. I'll open up a message and I'll read it and I'll find, you know, some impact that the XP model has had on someone. And it is, it, it's somewhat surreal because I, I knew on paper it made sense when we started in 2009, but there's a difference between looking good on paper and actually seeing it, you know, it actually make the real difference. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty pretty amazing. Well, if you read that book again, you're going to be sitting in heaven talking to a lot of people coming up because you're probably going to be one of the five <laughs> five people that 83,000 agents want to talk to. Just saying. There you go. Well, no, thank, thank you. The, uh, um, this, no, this is, this is great. And I, I, you know, I love the fact that you're building this, um, you know, career path and you're giving your business away. Um, and, and I, I suspect that that serves two purposes. Um, one uh, is obviously just the fact that you can leverage through the EXP model, but two, it probably is a great marketing tool for attracting agents um, to, to EXP or to your business um, right. and, and saying, you know, my, my job's not to uh, hold you in indentured servitude uh, as most teams are it's it's really to empower you and you know, I just want to make sure you're doing it in a way that reflects well on you and reflects well on me and and as I'm transitioning out of day-to-day production I'm you know my my goal is just to make you better 100% and that's pretty much my script when I talk to people about coming on the team I'm like look I'm transitioning out of transactional income and I'm not going to say that you're going to be the person that gets all of the business because honestly you have to show up I got to see what you're made out of. But let me tell you about the EXP model and why it's better than where you're at right now and why coming on to our self-directed team makes sense for you. You can still do all the business you do, but you're going to have me there not only helping you and coaching you and guiding you, but when there's an opportunity to work for a buyer, I'm going to bring you on so that I can see how you process the business and I'm going to tell you how I do it. And you're going to learn how I do it. And guess what? When I identify you as a talent, I'm actually going to pay you to take on buyers that have identified that they want to work with me. And then isn't that crazy? You're actually going to get paid to be on a team to work with a buyer that you had absolutely no influence in coming on board. Oh, and then by the way, if you come on a listing with me, I'm going to teach you how to do the listing and you're going to come to the listing appointment. You're going to do all the back office with my uh, listing coordinator. You're going to put the lockbox up. You're going to put the signs up. You're going to hold all the open houses. And guess what? You're going to not only get paid on that because I'm traveling and I'm not here all the time. I'm going to pay you a percentage. You had no influence on getting that listing. Oh, and then by the way, all of those leads that come off the sign, they're all yours. Now you're going to pay me a referral fee. And it's going to be 25%, but I'm not going to take 50%. It's 25%. Because the way the model is, is if they're successful long-term, I'm going to be hugely successful as well. But even if I only get 25%, I still get a little revenue share. 
if they haven't capped. <laughs> yep. Which, by the way, I'm pretty proud of these stats. Out of all of my revenue share, I've got 46 FLAs, right? 30 of, mm -hmm. them, are F 30 of them are FLQAs. So oh, those, yeah. they're producing. So that I feel like is going to just continue to grow. You know, we've got some hiccups coming up in this market. And if some people aren't, you know, used to a challenge or change in a market, they're going to be seeking more advice. Um, and some people may step aside and like in 2008, go back to corporate America for a short amount of time. But my team's going to keep on pushing forward because they have me leading them through what has been a great market and now it's changing. And a lot of these teams out there haven't had a leader that's gone through it. Awesome. So now I, I, I get a sense that um, with your, your your background in radio and TV, that there may be some of that in your lead generation. Is, 100%. Are you, are you, yeah. Um, how does, what, is, what does that look like? So uh, because of my background, I actually, when HGTV started calling back in the 2010 time period, um, I, I understood what they were looking for. And I, I kind of worked my way in the back end, a couple of their shows of, of offering up some listings for some shows that were called, oh gosh, designed to sell, you know, nothing that would help me, but it helped my seller. Right. And I could, I mm -hmm. could catapult that marketing on that. And then I was on one of their shows, uh, uh, my first place where I actually fired my client on air. They loved that. The production house was like, we need you to work with Vern. Yep. So I worked with Vern on six episodes of Bang for Your Buck. And then no one was buying the shows anymore because that was right in the time of the major housing bubble. So um, I used that as going, why can't I do this for every listing? Right? Why can't I be doing listing videos for every single house that I do? And back in the day, like Zillow had no restrictions. And then I started doing it year after year. And then all of a sudden Zillow was like, we don't want you branding yourself too much. You can only be on camera 30 seconds. So they changed the entire platform because there were agents like us out there that were using it for brand awareness. So now we do videos for, I've done over 300 videos for listings. Um, and that's just on the listing side. So we've got our YouTube channel. And now we have to always be reinventing ourselves to understand the platforms. So you've got your website that you're looking at, your traffic to your website. Then you've got your Facebook. You've got your LinkedIn. You've got your TikTok now. Yes, I'm on TikTok. Um, and your Instagram. So you have to have all of those different platforms with different video content. And we have as an opportunity as real estate agents, we don't all have to be perfect on camera. We have product to display. We have the opportunity to talk to people about the market. And I don't know if, you know, you go to a party, but anytime you go to a party, people always ask you what you do. Yes, they always want to talk to you about real estate. This is a platform to use those questions you always get in a consistent manner to build an audience. So, and each platform has a different opportunity. And uh, that's been fun discovering that because I am a, I would say an Edward R. Murrow type of trained television person, I'd like to say. Now, I, I mean, I have to get a little less stiff to compete with the new generation of the influencer stars. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it is a uh, pretty um, in-your-face, attention-grabbing world out there uh, with, the, you know, and now we've got uh, 
TikTok style stories showing up on Twitter and Facebook and obviously Instagram and all this other stuff. So it's all about that, you know, quick attention. And um, I can't wait to actually go check out some of your, your socials. So yeah, um, you'll have to, my uh, Instagram is Colette knows best, K-N-O-W-S knows best. Cause I'm conceited, I guess. I think I know best. <laughs> Colette knows best. Uh, But yeah, we actually did that a long time ago because it was really Colette knows best was it it culminated from the experience I have in real estate, right? Like, you know, Colette knows best. Ask her about real estate. You know, what's going on? All my agents would always come to me and ask me the questions too. So it just culminated from there. So that's a good Insta handle and TikTok. Oh, there you go. Well, I will. I got. and I got like 80,000 views on a TikTok. The algorithms, I don't understand. It was just me popping a cork of champagne at a at a closing. 80,000 views of that. Cool. And, and, uh, and, 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 and now did that, I, I mean, I guess the question that is in my head is how does that then, did that, that translates then into more followers, you some know, of which then... It's you got to be on everything. And I'll give you a real time example. So I'm very um, involved in our local city of uh, in Atlanta. It's called Brookhaven. I helped uh, create it back about 12 years ago. I sit on a foundation for the police force and I went to the Brookhaven chamber meeting and I'm walking in and there's a guy that's on um, the Brookhaven police foundation with me. And I'm like, hey, Fred, how you doing? Good to see you at the Brookhaven um, chamber event. And he's like, Colette, weren't you just in Las Vegas? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Fred, I was, but now I'm back here. So you, they watch it. They may not like it, but they feel like they have a relationship with you. And it always shocks me. I'm like, okay, hopefully that's a good impression I just made. I was just in Vegas. Now I'm here back in Brookhaven doing what I have to do for the city and, and my clients and my neighbors. But it, you know, it doesn't necessarily translate always into, okay, I got a lead or a sale off of this, right? But it is impressions and people know that you're in this business. And then every once in a while, I'll get, I get a lot of DMs from other agents asking me about inventory. What do you got coming up here? I get a lot of, of my clients and past clients saying, Hey, I just talked to so-and-so they're looking to buy or sell. You should call them. So I call that a lead, of course. So I would say it's such a well, you know, you look at LinkedIn, LinkedIn is all about your resume. People want to make sure that you've got what it takes, right? And they're going to interview you looking at LinkedIn. And then they'll start looking at your Zillow reviews, your Google reviews. Then they'll look at TikTok and well, Instagram and then TikTok. And the funny thing is, I was at a grocery convention in Vegas two weeks ago uh, for some of the development we do in this other company that I'm involved in. And all uh, CNBC was there, grocery packers, all these people were there, L'Oreal, DoorDash, everyone that delivers to the last mile was at this convention. And there was a presenter that talked about search for their specific product. And this happened to be L'Oreal. So it had to be with mascara or makeup or foundation or moisturizer. And she said, you know, the funny thing is, is the algorithms have changed. We get 40% of our first searches for our product. And they back this up too with food related recipes and how to make, how to make recipes and where to get the products from those recipes. They search TikTok and Instagram before they do Google. 40%. So if we can apply that to real estate, right? We got every agent 
I know it's really nerve wracking, but you've got to have handles. You've got to be interacting. You've got to have presence up there because if 40% are searching there before they go to Google, I thought that was pretty mind blowing. Wow. No, that, that, that's, uh, those are some great stats and, uh, it's already got my juices flowing on what I'm going to do next. So, right. um, so, so that's awesome. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up. Obviously, thanks for spending uh, time with me today, uh, Colette. It's been great uh, getting uh, ideas on what you've been doing. Obviously, with, you know, with your background and your drive and ambition, it shows your enthusiasm, your passion. You're definitely not Edward R. Murrow's, at least not for, from my perspective. Um, so, so uh, uh, I try. But, I try to be fair and balanced. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you are. Uh, but I can't they, be. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, passion and, and balance sometimes maybe right. maybe a little different. But uh, um, again, thanks thanks again. And for those of you who've been uh, listening in or watching uh, the stream. Uh, thanks for watching, and until next time, uh, we'll see you uh, on the next podcast. So, thanks again, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you, Glenn. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.